Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. gentlemen, degenerates, and gamblers, far and wide, welcome in to episode number 157 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Friday of bets, also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar anymore, November 5th, 2021. Now, if you're a frequent frequenter of the TTL pod, you might be looking for the Friday Pick Spectacular. We got a couple of changes to the Friday show and actually a couple of changes in regards to some new content. But before we get into all of that, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional TTL content dropping. But if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well as we always do release the audio of every live show after that episode is complete. Next item up on the docket, hey, you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so, you you got a couple extra seconds while you're watching us talk about some stuff here today go ahead hit that like button too leave us a comment leave us a rating hit the share button send it on over to your brothers sisters friends uncles neighbors enemies anybody in between it does not matter the ttl pod is for all let's all cash some tickets together we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do all of those those things and it only helps us make ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you Last, certainly not least, before we get on into it, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL Crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, I am your honored, humbled, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Sroka. And I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by on this gorgeous Friday of bets. We have a hell of a show cooked up for you guys here today. So if you decided to stop by, you better strap in. It's about to get wild. But I got one final thing I need to do here before we get on with said show, and that's bring in my partner, the man that I refer to as the second half of TTL Sports Media, but also a man that I refer to as my friend, the Cap'n Genius himself, the myth, the man, the degenerate gambling legend, the TTL resident Southsider, and oh, let me not forget... The TTL resident cheese head himself, Mr. Riley 
Armags, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am fantastic. I'm glad I uh, have been elevated to friend status and genius status in your eyes. I'm uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. Beauty of a day in the Windy City. You are correct. There are some changes coming to our Friday show, but that does not mean it isn't going to be its own type of spectacular showing of itself. So I'm ready. Hey, to look at this guy. Rolling, look at this guy using spectacular hey. in uh, in in and of itself. My <laughs> own word. I'm hey. I'm telling you, it's going to be spectacular. Now you're right. No pick spectacular. We don't have all of our uh, college football. We don't have all of our NFL. It's not going to be all that nonsense that we do. Not a two-hour show worth of just throwing picks at you guys. I can promise you that. But what I also can promise you is that we are still going to give you picks. We're still going to give you insights, analysis, everything in between. Now, uh, partner, what do we got coming up on tap here today? Let's tell these kind folks. We got um, our Friday picks. So we will go through. uh, Remind me again, partner, you got three best bets here today? I've got two for today. Two. Two today. Uh, both are, or no, one uh, college football and one NC, or no, uh, NBA. NBA. Yep. NBA. All over the map. Okay, so there we go. Um, reason why I am, because I was just thinking, uh, for that college football play, we have a good old-fashioned TTL showdown, my friend. So I hope you're ready to go to the dirt on that one. We will be sure to uh, keep the hands and feet inside the boxes. We won't get too crazy. But uh, I got three plays coming at you as well. No promises for uh, today's slate. Um, I got, uh, let me see, what all do I have? I got uh, two two college football plays, and then I also got one NBA play coming at you guys. Um, so we'll have that. We also have a nice special play. We got the uh, prime time parlay coming at you guys today, paying out at Five to one odds. A three-legger partner. Absolutely gorgeous. We're taking an under, an over, and a regular old-fashioned ice hockey team, if you so please. But you're going to have to stick around to find out what all of those are and what matchups they're coming from if you want to get the extra juice. We're doing that that hockey, Let's do that hockey. We're doing that hockey. We're doing that hockey. <laughs> that all being said, uh, we will then um, flip gears, switch gears, put the train on the opposite side of the track after we recap everything and go to the NFL. We're going to have our week nine NFL best bets from both Mags and me. We'll go through uh, everything we got in total. Mags, you have four, correct? Yes, that's correct. Four, and I got three coming at you, so seven in total on the slate this weekend. Uh, we're only lining up on one this week, right, partner? Correct. No opposing as well, but yeah, one uh, one that we're lining up on. All right, 10-4. So we will go through all of that. We will then recap all of those said NFL picks, and then that's all we got for picks today. So you're saying, what the fuck? Where's the college football, boys? You guys give us like 20 college football plays on the weekend. Now, to go into the weekend rather now, Maybe you just have to stick around for the second half of the show when we get into our mag sidebar, a little bit of banter, and the always important TTL announcements. Because just maybe one of those them there very important announcements has to do with uh, college football and maybe some new programming from the TTL crew. Who's to say, who's to know? Maybe you need to stick around for the second half in order to find out. So we'll uh, be sure to fill you in there in the second half. Once we do all of that, uh, I am so excited to tell you guys what we got coming up. Uh, A little something cooked up for you guys. Uh, Outside of that, we'll get all through that and then uh, close out the show, my motivation minutes. 
little bit of a message today on chasing your dreams, chasing your passions, passions, and never giving up on those dreams and passions, my friends. So stick around for that. You need a little extra pick me up here today and especially to get you through the weekend. This one will be a little bit longer for one, some extra quotes. So uh, make sure you stick around. Outside of that, uh, make sure you follow us on the Action Network app. Ya boy is at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at RMAGS in all caps. And then you can follow the Talking the Line best bets at Talking the Line. You can also uh, get all of our best bets if you don't have the Action Network app at uh, TalkingTheLine.com. I know, very hard to remember. Just go on up there to that browser, TalkingTheLine.com. You'll see them on the Today's Best Bets tab. And uh, you can actually bet whatever we have for the day or whatever you like for the day directly from our website. So go check it out along with the loads of additional content that uh, you can check out from the TTL crew. Now, it's about time to get into the loaded of loaded shows here today, this beautiful Friday of bets. But before we do, we are a full transparency show here at the TTL Mm -hmm. pod, uh, if you did not know. So without further ado, as I look over uh, and get this bad boy ready to rock and roll on the screen. We will be recapping all of yesterday's best bets of the day in three, in two, in one. Here we go. All of the TTL crew's best bets of the day from November the 4th, 2021. Big old wheel spinning day for the crew here, my friends. Not good at all. One and one uh, for my partner all the way above us. The uh, Boston Celtics decided they were going to show up and play some basketball last night. And uh, on the flip side of that coin, so did the Indianapolis Colts, but in regards to football. So uh, got the job done for you there, partner. Not without some sweat, though. No, no, not Not at all. I thought the Jets were going to come back in the uh, old back door there, but hey. Nonetheless, they did not, and you got the cover by uh, five points, I do, and uh, think it's what it ended up being. Yep, uh, they got it the by margin. 15, yep. Yep, so then uh, as far as my best bets, opposite side of the screen, I went one and three yesterday. Uh, been on kind of a uh, spinner, I can't lie to you guys. It's been kind of a son of a bitch, but hey, we always dig out the hole. October was no good. We're moving into November, had a few spinning days. That's my sacrifice day. We're getting that all out of here. That's out of my system. From here on out, I'm cashing damn tickets. I'm not fucking around anymore. I'm tired of this nonsense. I'm tired of giving the books all my money. It's time they start giving me money back. I promise you, we'll get it done. The damn two for tutty Thursday parlay. First time ever. Again, I'm sorry. I gotta apologize. I apologized yesterday. Now I gotta apologize today. I fucked the special play. I'm sorry. I apologize. Sometimes it happens. Let's get today's to the pay window. The primetime parlay, I cannot wait. Now, I don't want to put all the stress on myself. Seem like, okay, I'm the worst gambler in the world. Because even the money line dice after yeah, a 3-0 okay. heater to the week go 0-2. So I think there was just something in the water. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the lighting in the TTL production studios just wasn't where it needed to be. So I feel like... We get this off the screen right here, right now. We have mines of goldfish, partner. Most definitely. We get on our fucking hiking shoes, and we get ready to run to the pay window, my friend. Can we run agree on that? Hiking shoes? Okay, uh, our Nikes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, be... if there's a mountain, if there's a mountain to climb to get to said pay window, then yeah, let's get our hiking shoes on for sure. But that'd be a son of a bitch to uh, run with some hiking yeah. shoes on. I cannot <laughs> disagree with you there, my friend. So hey, rabbit holes here today, kids. Strap in. It's gonna be a fun one. We're slap happy. It's Friday. We are uh, always like to tell you. We are always. We always like to tell you. It's gonna be a little bit longer of a show on Friday. Hammer in the over. Strap in. Get ready for laughs little bit of nonsense you may struggle to pick a side here but we promise throughout the entire course of the next hour to hour and a half we will have nothing but you the better and the ttl faithful member of the ttl faithful in mind so without further ado one final thing partner to me to you to all you beautiful people Sipping the black elixir of the gods out there on this gorgeous Friday of bets. Take your sip and let's get on with it. Whoa! Likely we'll be seeing a uh, reappearance of the old cup of Joe later in the show. Oh, you Pardon? don't say. Something oh. about coffee and hmm. steam and hmm. Hmm. who knows. All I know, my friends, it is now time to stop the drama. Stop the banner. Quit the gossip that you can go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the stone cold locks, picks, insights, and analysis, and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. We'll get back into the rabbit holes and the banter in the second half of the show, but for now, it's time to kick off the first half of today's show with the first segment of the day. Our Mag's best bets of the day on Friday slate. Told you already, he's got one college football play coming at you and one NBA. Strap in, lock it down, and as always, hey partner, you have the floor. I appreciate it, my man. I'm going to kick it off with the NBA, and then my college football play will lead into your plays as well. So I'm going to kick it off in the NBA, Knicks versus Bucks. I'm fading the old uh, America's darling right now, folks. I'm taking the favorite, the Milwaukee Bucks at Mm. home, minus the five. I like the Knicks on the season. I think they'll get things back on track, but they've been playing some mediocre basketball the last week or so after a hot start, partner. I am not going to uh, fade them when they are at home at MSG. That atmosphere has them rocking and rolling on full cylinders. On the road, it's been a little bit of a, dip- a little bit of a different story. They're two and two ATS on the year on the road, and I think there's going to be some regression from last year from what their road record ATS was. They failed to cover two of the last three. Two of those were on the road, and I really like what I saw from the Bucks the other night. They've obviously haven't been, uh, you know, they haven't been defending their title as well as they would like to start the season. Chris Middleton's out, but they do get Drew Holiday back tonight. He's only played a couple games. Huge addition for this matchup. I think that's going to loom huge in this one. He's going to be able to shut down their guards, Kemba and Derrick Rose. I think the Knicks are going to have some trouble scoring in this one. Their defense, as great as it was last year and as great as I think it still is on paper, it's been, uh, it hasn't been the full domination that they saw last year. I think on the season, like I said, I think they'll get rolling. But I'm not really loving what I'm seeing from him right now. And I think the, uh, I think the Bucks take care of it. I love the rhythm that I saw from him a few days ago. And I think they're going to be motivated for this early, uh, big, sort of big early Eastern Conference matchup. They're 4-4 four and four straight up. They don't want to go under 500. So give me the Bucks to lay the hammer down. I think Giannis is going to show up and have a huge night. And they're going to defend extremely well against the Knicks all night long. So give me the Bucks minus 5 to kick it off, partner. 
I love it, dude. Um, originally, I was kind of look going back and forth on this one, and you kind of took the words out of my mouth. America's darling, my friend. Uh, right now, everybody loves the Knicks, and uh, I just could not bring myself to take the five with them. And I think you're on the right side laying the five here. I think the biggest thing for me, too, my friend, is why uh, I think this is going to start to get a little bit uh, longer of a spread here um, as we get into the third and fourth quarter is because of Drew Holiday coming back. Him coming back is huge for them defensively. So I love your play. Our Mag's first best bet of the day, Milwaukee Bucks, minus five. Hammer at home and partner. You ready, partner? Put them the fuck up and let them have your second best bet of the day. All right, second best play of the day, my only two. This is a uh, winner, and no one else will say anything that makes any sense on, as far as this matchup and spread is concerned. I have mm. no doubt about that. Mm. Uh, no, I'm going to. We're going to a little showdown. I am taking the Hokies, Virginia Tech, minus three at BC tonight. I think it's going to be a tough, close game, but I, I do like what I'm seeing from Tech. They did get back in the win column last week on the road after some tough matchups, some tough losses in the ACC. But I'm really buying into or buying against BC's offense right now. Their offense is really struggling, and I like Virginia Tech's defense matched up against them. Four straight losses for the Golden Eagles, failing to score more than 14 in any of those games. There are some good defenses, but I would put the Hokies right in, uh, defensively into a similar category as a couple of these teams. Offensively, I will admit I am slightly concerned about Virginia Tech here on the road, but... I do think the uh, defense is going to stand out for the Hokies in this one and really hold BC down to 14 or less once again. That's where I see this one standing. Uh, this isn't my most confident showdown, if I can be totally honest with you, but I, uh, as, as compared to you know the past showdowns that we've had, that doesn't mean I am not confident in this one. But I'm, uh, I'm mostly fading the Eagles offense in this one, partner. Uh, what do you think? What do you think on this one? I know what you think, but... Uh, you well, know, I, will sit, I will sit back for a moment. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you need to dish out, deliberate, or lay lay out? Because then I will segue right into my best bets of the day. I've got nothing else. That's all I oh, got. Okay, my friend. So without further ado, second segment of the day, RMAG's two best bets of the day. There you go. The Virginia Tech Hokies minus three and the Milwaukee Bucks minus five. We'll recap them here in just a minute. Now it's time for my best bets of the day. Now, my friends, I got three coming at you. You know where I'm going to start it. Partner, there is no way in hell the Virginia Tech Hokies are taking care of that minus three today. I'm taking the Boston College Eagles plus three all the way. Now, it is a four-star play for me, my friends. It did lose a star because, yes, the Boston College Eagles have been on a three-game skid, but that was against Syracuse, NC State, and Louisville. Those are three teams that are doing this right now. We all know that. We've been able to bet on those teams, and we've been very, very, very successful. The last three weeks, the Boston College Eagles have just been in a fade spot. That's all it's been. It's time for them to get out of that fade spot. Why do I think that? Because the old Virginia Tech Hokies were just on a three-game losing streak themselves. You said it, very tough ACC divisional or conference play. And then they get a terrible team in Georgia Tech, and they take care of business 26-17. to 17. They snap it. Now I think it's time for Boston College to snap their losing streak. I do believe that they should be favored in this matchup. Honestly, um, I looked at it a little bit more, and... 
Now, if this game was in lane, I would say that this would be a minus three true for Virginia Tech. I like that. But with this being in Boston College, I think they should be favored. And I think you're just getting them with the plus three because they've been on that three-game losing skid. Now, the one thing you mentioned that I'm glad you kind of mentioned because that's where I was going to go is I'm a little concerned uh, offensively for Virginia Tech. Now, everybody say, okay, Blackshear, he's going to run all over um, this uh, Boston College team. And I say, oh, contraire, my friend. They're 90th in the nation against the rush so nothing crazy but they're not getting the doors beat off of them and the one thing is is I think they're able to keep uh, Virginia Tech very very one-dimensional because they are also Boston College 11th against the pass in the nation they've faced a lot more high-powered passing attacks than Virginia Tech so I think they're able to keep them one-dimensional keep the clock running ground and pound very back and forth game points at a premium maybe I got to play there too who knows but I think this is going to go back and forth and uh, I think one way or another we see a 23-21 type game here today and uh, hopefully in favor of the Boston College Eagles you don't believe me on all of that here's the trends Boston College, 3-3 three and three ATS last six. Virginia Tech, 1-5 and five ATS last six. They cover one game. Now everybody and their dogs want to get back on them, and they're going to start cashing tickets. I don't think so, John. Virginia Tech, 2-6 and six ATS last eight as a favorite. 2-7 and seven ATS last nine on the road. 8-25 and 25 ATS last 33 as a road favorite. Terrible spot for the hoax. But, hey, how about Boston College? 6-2 and two ATS last eight home games and 5-2 and two ATS last seven as a home pooch. Boston College is 7-3. and three ATS last 10 meetings with the hoax and four and, and one ATS last five meetings in Boston College. Why is that so significant? Because my partner will shake his head in agreement. Boston College has sucked ass for the course of the last few seasons, but now they're pretty decent. And nonetheless, they always take care of Virginia Tech. So give me the Boston College Eagles to do that once again in 2021 at plus three, maybe an outright win, but give me the plus three. I love it. I got no comments. You heard mine. You heard mine. <laughs> All okay. right. So there you go. There you have it. Didn't know if you had any rebuttal. I didn't know if I was going to need to be expecting a punch to come through the screen real quick. It but... is four straight losses, though, which the fourth one is Clemson, which it was a good – you could might consider that a good loss. Oh, yeah. 19, it was like 19 to 17. Uh, yeah. Whatever the case might be. Okay, for sure. Whatever. Either way, I like Boston College plus three. Um, I said that I do have another uh, play out of this game, and I'm actually going to the total. Now, stick with me, because this is a five-star play for me. I am taking under 47.5 in the full game. I think this is going to be really, really, really valuable. I know it's hard to back college football unders, but you can back this one with confidence. We only saw 38 points yesterday, so I don't think we're going to see much more than that. And if it's close to my prediction of 23-21, which I think it might be, 44, hey, might get a little sweaty, but that still seems under 47 and a half to me. Uh, the weather really stuck out for me, 38 degrees at game time, 5 to 10 mile an hour weather. So I think it's going to be kind of uh, uh, wind, 5 to 10 mile an hour wind. So I think it's going to be kind of ground and pound. And hey, the boys' fingers are getting a little cold out there. We're getting a little cold on the nose. We're, our ears are getting cold and we're not thinking straight. Maybe some turnovers, maybe some back and forth stuff. And uh, more often than not, not getting the end zone too much here tonight. I think this is going to be a defensive battle. We both talked about it in our analysis. Um, Virginia Tech's definitely going to run first. They'll keep the clock running. But I did look a little bit deeper, and Boston College actually holds the advantage in tempo. So whenever they get the ball back, 
I think that they're going to take the ball out of the hands of Virginia Tech, keep it as long as they possibly can, not allow Blackshear to run all over them, not allow that potential for a really high-powered offense. Like, I won't lie to you, Virginia Tech can blow the doors off of a team if they want to, but if Boston College controls the time of possession, like, I think they will. I don't think that'll happen, and I think we're going to have a 23-21 game. Don't quote me to it. Hey, call me crazy now. Quote me later. You know what I always say. You don't believe me on all of that? Give you some key trends. The under is 8-2 in Virginia Tech's last 10 overall, 5-1 in their last six conference games. The under is 4-1 in Virginia Tech's last five after allowing 20 points or less in their previous game. Uh, the under is 5-1 in Boston College's last six overall, 4-0 in their last four as a dog, 9-3-1. You know I'm a day-of-the-week trend homer. Last 13 Friday games. I'll let you kind of deduct that Friday the 13th there. Oh, boy. And under 4-2 and two last six meetings between these two teams. I love the under 47.5. Give it to me as my second best bet of the day. I'll be riding this one with you, my man. And, uh, yeah, we might have a little more action going with this one in a little bit. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't see either team. Obviously, you know which side I'm leaning. But I don't see either team getting over 24 points in this one. No, no question in my mind. So glad you're leaning with me on that. Maybe we do have a little more action here coming up later. Who's to say? Who's to know? But for now, we close things out with my third and final best bet of the day. Going to the NBA slate, and I'm going to the matchup between the Charlotte Hornets and the Sacramento Kings. Now, me and my partner both talked before the show that... I don't really know which way I'm leaning. This is a little bit tight. We like both of these teams a lot. And I think I found one key edge as to why you need to be back in the Hornets um, tonight. So stick a pin in that and I'll come back. This is a five-star play for me. Um, the line movement really jumped out to me. The first things first, Kings opened as minus three favorites, promptly down to minus one and a half now this morning. Uh, it is the sharp side seeing 33% of bets with 63% of actual money wagered on the Charlotte Hornets plus one and a half. So that was the cause of that dropping down the books had to honor the sharp money coming in but hey you know some people are parallelograms Ramesses, not sharp squares everything in between but i think this is the sharp side uh, i think charlotte's due for a rebound after dropping three other last five and contrary to that i think the kings are due for a little bit of regression after uh winning three of their last five um sacramento in two of their games they beat new orleans and we all, all know how new orleans is right now they're not worth a damn and then it was the crazy phoenix game where i backed them i gave it as a best bet and we cashed that bad boy actually a little money line sprinkle as well so you know i love the king or the, yeah i love the kings and it's certain spots like this that i think you're okay with fading them i love them as a big dog big spread dog i'll take that all day long but in these pick'em games especially as a home favorite stick a pin in that too I just don't know that I have all the faith in them. And here is that first edge. Take that pin out. Regardless of what's really happened, if Charlotte's been good or bad or everything in between over the course of the last few seasons, much like I told you just with uh, the Boston College Eagles, the Charlotte Hornets take care of the Sacramento Kings. They are 7-3 and three ATS last 10 meetings overall and 5-1 uh, and one ATS last 6 in Sacramento. So regardless of where it's at, regardless of how they're playing, they take care of business. Now, why do I like that so much? Because it is a perfect spot for them to rebound. They need the rebound spot, and they're playing a team that they always handle business again. So give me all of that action. Uh, some key trends for you, though. Charlotte, 4-1 and one ATS last five following a straight-up and an ATS loss. They're also 17-5 and five ATS last 22 games following a straight-up loss of 10-plus points 
or more. Obviously, that's what 10 plus means there, Colton. Duh. Uh, Charlotte, 22-7-1 ATS last 30 uh, versus a team with a losing home record. And you know I'm a homer for them. The Hornets are also 6-2 ATS last eight Friday games. Uh, the Kings, 8-17, 8-17-1 ATS last 26 home games. 2-5 ATS last seven following a straight-up win of 10-plus points. And the Kings, 0-4 ATS last four versus a team with a winning road record already gave them to you but once again charlotte being seven and three ats last 10 and five and one ats last six in sacramento they handle business once again here they get the outright win but i will take the extra point and a half for my third best bet of the day charlotte hornets plus one and a half i like it my man i will be riding this one with you as well i might uh do just go ahead and do the money line i'm not sure mm. uh, i do like that plus one and a half though uh but yeah i agree with you the kings are one of my as well favorite <clears throat> huge uh big dogs more than six seven points i love backing the kings on those oh yeah but yeah the hornets in these uh situations uh, a close spread against a team that's either similar category to them or caliber to them or a little bit lower i love backing the hornets i uh this is a yeah this is a prime hornet spot i don't really know why i saw it but you really talked me into to it this is uh Sick. one of my favorite teams back in this spot so I'm and we over. and we actually talked about this on uh tuesday was you took the warriors against the hornets right mm-hmm. that was tuesday so yeah and and you even said like there's going to be spots like this where you can fade the hornets and then i right. bet you in the next game i'm going to be able to go right back to them so right. i'm glad i was able to convince you yeah. i'm glad i was able to have some solid analysis yeah. to get you back over to this 100 uh, i don't know where i uh you know lost that one so sick I'm, i'll be rocking it with you all right well there you go there you have it my Three best bets of the day, two college football. One is a showdown play, so uh, whether you're with me or with Mags, take uh, Virginia Tech minus three. If you're with Mags or if you're with me, the right side, um, be sure to take Boston College plus three. All of that being said, there you go. There you have it. Time for <laughs> Time for the special play of the day, my friends. You see it in the ticker. Here we go. It is the prime time parlay what is the primetime parlay you ask never been to an episode of the ttl pod when we had a primetime parlay well you came to the right show because it is a three-legger maybe more sometimes sometimes we get wild especially during this time of the year when we got college football and basketball nba and also nfl maybe we get a little wild sometimes who knows but three legs here today two totals for the first two legs both are the college football totals my friends first one my five-star play of the day we are taking that leg we are taking under 47 and a half in the matchup between the virginia tech Hokies and the boston college eagles second leg of the day we're going to the pac-12 matchup it is between the utah utes and the stanford trees if you will and we are taking the over 53 total points in that game so there's your first two legs now unlace the cleats strap on the skates sharpen up the blades and get on ice for the third leg of today's primetime parlay going to the matchup between the arizona coyotes if you are from the south or the coyotes if you are from the north going up against the anaheim anaheim and a home ducks and we are taking the mighty, mighty Ducks, baby. Anaheim Ducks minus 175 on the money line. Three legs. There you go. There you have it. Parlay those bad boys up together. And you will get 
I just had a freaking gnat like fly in my fucking ear, dude. Parlay <laughs> those three bad boys up together. You never know what fucking rabbit hole you're about to get. I don't know how that happened. I like saw it come back in here. All that being said, three legs paying out at plus 485 last time I saw it. So almost five to one odds, my yeah. friends. You got a $10 bill burning a hole in your pocket. Drop it down. You're going to get you right around 48.50, 58.50 grand total return. Hammer it in. You see it in the ticker. Today's special play of the day, the primetime parlay. I love it. You have to fade the Coyotes at this oh. point right now. Yes, sir. And They're over. Uh, over. And especially after we got um, we Flyer. got the uh, Philadelphia Flyers minus one and a half last week mm-hmm. uh, in the third period after they had to pull a goalie and do all types of shit. Yes, give me all. Give me all. <laughs> I think they're getting worse the as the uh, weeks are going on, too. They've yeah, scored dude. a total of two in their last four games. It's not good. It's not great at all. So there you go. There you have it. Now, quickly, my friends, right about at a half hour, beautiful. It's time to recap the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. We will quickly go through all of these. I'll put them up on the screen for you, and then we will uh, get into all of the NFL Week 9 NFL best bets. So let me hit this bad boy one more time. Hit me, baby, one more time. All right, so there it is. It. There we have it. Nowhere, uh, hey, it. hey, a little bit of Britney, dude. That's this is a random. That's what I'm feeling on this day. So here we go. Here we have it for the second official time. A little bit of screen share, if you will, Mr. Producer. All right, there we go. In a three, in a two, in a one. The TTL Cruise best bets of the day for this gorgeous Friday of bets. If you would so kindly turn your attention directly above us to the left side of your screen, you see our mag's best bets of the day. He has taken two one NBA play Milwaukee Bucks minus five, and in the TTL showdown, his college football best bet of Friday. The Virginia Tech Hokies minus three. Turn your attention to the right side of your screen. My best bets directly across from that. It is the other side of the TTL showdown. The right side. Boston College Eagles plus three here tonight, my friends. I'm also taking the under in the matchup between the Eagles and the Hokies. Under 47 and a half or whatever you're finding it at. I am comfortable with it down about to 45. I think we see about a 44 total finish. And I also like on the NBA slate, Charlotte Hornets plus one and a half. Directly below all of that, right next to us right here, you see today's special play. The prime time parlay. Three legs on that bad boy. Anaheim Ducks money line. The Utah Utes versus the Stanford Trees over 52 and a half. And the Virginia Tech Hokies versus Boston College Eagles under 47 and a half. Parlay those bad boys up right around plus 500 odds. And let's get it to the pay window. But as always, lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of cheddar cheese down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day in it. Whatever the current best line is on. On your favorite sports book. Love it. See this okay. little spot? See this little spot right where I'm pointing right up here? Boston College, baby. That's what I and see. The end zone? The end zone? That's, uh, yeah, your boy I see. that bad I see tonight. Boston College. I see nothing about no Virginia Tech. <laughs> All beautiful Boston College, baby. That's what I see on that monitor. All right, there you go. There you have it, my friends. All of the TTL crew's best bets of the day. All right. So I suppose, actually, I think I can keep it like that, and then we have no problems. All right. Cool. 
just, uh, you know, still moving and grooving, learning a few of these little producer things as we're having the live show, still trying to be the hostess with the mostest. Appreciate you being here with me, partner, dishing out your best bets of the day, even though I got to hate you for a little, even though I got to hate you for a little while around 630 here tonight. Uh, I'll still love you for the for the uh, the long haul, if you will. So without further ado, uh, we will get into. Oh, I am uh, sorry. I if you saw the extra money line dice on there, I'm not going to put it up again. Um, I'll we'll talk about it, but it is an NBA role. I'm sure you guys saw it. Uh, Portland Trailblazers and Indiana Pacers game is in Portland. We will do the money line dice roll to kick off the second half of the show as always. So right now, let's get back into our mag's best bets. We're going to dive into the Week Nine NFL slate. If you guys are tuning in here now and you're still saying, where the fuck are the college football picks? Why is this not a Friday pick spectacular? What the hell are these two guys doing? Just relax. Maybe not even a brief 15 minutes away and you're going to know why. But for now, it's time to get into our mags week nine NFL best bets of the weekend. One more time, partner, here on this beautiful Friday of bets. You have the floor. All right, partner, I appreciate you. Like you said, we've got one that we're lining up on. I'll save that one for last, and that will segue into yours. Okie dokie, artichokey. I'm going to kick it off, partner. We've, uh, you know, there's an interesting reason why I'm taking this play. I'm kicking it off. Broncos versus Cowboys. We have been on the fade train of the Cowboys for quite some time, and I'm not flipping sides here just because they've been burning us like that all season long. Mm. I'm flipping sides because I am fading the hell out of the team that they are playing on Sunday, and that is the Denver Broncos. I'm taking the Cowboys minus the 10 points. I think the Broncos stink to all high heaven. I don't care what happened last week. I am – we pulled the Washington football team out of the grave only to bury them even deeper. I am not even thinking about the Washington football team. The Broncos, you look at their defensive numbers in the four games they've won versus the four games that they've lost, four games they've won – uh, their defensive numbers look pretty good, but that's the Jets, the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Washington football team. Talk about a graveyard of wins to get you a Fugazi-ass 4-4 four and four right there. And then the defensive numbers against the four teams that they have lost to, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Raiders, the Ravens, and the Cleveland Browns without Baker Mayfield, Case, and Case Keenum, and no receiving core. So I am fading the hell out of Broncos defense. I think the Cowboys run up the score. Even a little bit of a banged up Cowboys offense. Dak seems fine it's, uh, from what I hear at least. He's going to be there. Their receivers are banged up, but I was hearing Mike McCarthy say he feels good about them all coming back. C.D. Lamb, uh, Mark Cooper, and Michael Gallup. He thinks they're all going to be rocking and rolling. And I also, I'm looking at the depth chart of the Broncos defense, not just their numbers. One by one, they're starting to fall off a little bit, and it's starting to become a little bit of an unrecognizable defense. I think the Cowboys get this one done by two part, uh, two partners, two touchdowns. Partner, what two is bonus, your baby. opinion on this one? I know you're staying away, but uh, are you leaning either which way on this one, or are you just staying way the hell away from this one? I think you're a fucking madman, if you want me to be <laughs> honest with you. Um, I think this is the last we... week. I think, after the, I, think Fuck. I think the ATS wheels fall off <sighs> after this week. Son of a bitch. I mean, you want to talk about squarest of the square and <laughs> hey. the baddest. The worst part about it is, is that I, I can't really deny anything that you're saying. The yeah. 
the Broncos are dead, 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 dead. We put them in the grave. They are not coming out of the grave at all for me ever again this year. Um, I will depend on Teddy Covers for fantasy. Hey, shout out. Maybe a little bit go. of a streaming option for you guys if you're fantasy players. You're struggling. A lot of buys going out there. Um, but that being said, man, I really think this is the right side. I think that minus 10 is valuable. And I was actually hearing somewhere that regardless, even if Dak does come and start, Keep Cooper Rush in there, dude. Cooper Rush took care of business against the Vikings after a complete line flip, after a complete nonsense. They still got the outright win, outright cover, and it still looked okay. So keep Cooper Rush in. Make sure Dak is 150% healthy for the next two, three, four weeks. And then bingo, that bingo. Didn't happen for this play. <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't that be insane though? Wouldn't that I be would insane if that that's how it happen happens? For this, but I do not like minus ten with Cooper Rush. Well, that is also a good point. So let's fingers crossed for uh, Mr. Dak Prescott to be getting the one hundred and fifty percent start, and yeah. for Mr. Armag's first NFL bet of Week Nine, the Cowboys minus ten to be a casher. Thank you, sir. Keep it moving. I, I'm trying, to do, a, I'm trying <laughs> to do a square, but now I'm backwards. I think I did a <laughs> never mind. Oh, right. par- number two. Parallela rhombus Graham. <laughs> and I'm actually taking a uh, six point underdog Vikings versus Ooh. Ravens. I'm taking the Vikings plus the six. I think this line is a little bit of an overreaction to the Vikings loss on Sunday night to Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. It does not sound great, but oh, excuse me. But one thing that I like about the Vikings in these dog spots is that every single game this season, they have either played up or down to whoever they are playing. They only have one game that did not end in one score, and it's actually a 13-point win against the Seattle Seahawks. All of their other wins and losses have come by one score. They lost to the Browns by seven. That That is their biggest loss of the season. And I really think this is another case where they hang in there with the Ravens. I think Baltimore gets the outright win, but I think it's a real tight, scrappy game. Vikings since 2018, so that's Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins together, 18-9 ATS after a loss. And the Ravens with uh, Lamar Jackson and Harbaugh together, 1-3 ATS off a bye, 6-8 ATS following a loss. Actually pretty surprising to me. I thought both of those would be a little bit flipped around there. So I'm buying into all all of these all together is why I'm taking the Vikings at six here. I think if the if the books thought the Ravens were absolutely going to destroy these these Vikings, I think this would be up over a touchdown. So I am liking the Vikings to keep things close, partner. Again, I know you're staying away, but are you leaning this way or would you have leaned towards the Ravens? This was 150 million percent the way that I was leaning. Um, you said the exact stats that I found, and I was really interested to see this pop up on your action. Um, and I was almost kind of thinking that's right where you would take it. That's why I got a big smile on my face as soon as you said that, because I saw those last night, and I was like, holy fuck, Mags mentioned that on Tuesday about maybe Harbaugh being really good off a of bye, and he is terrible off a of bye, and even worse with Lamar. I was going to say, so, worse with Lamar. Without Lamar, I think his numbers are actually off a of little bye bit better. Decent, yeah, so... so that is a lot of points for a Vikings team that uh, has, uh, and, I, and I told you at the beginning of the year, that's going to be that team that's going to lose games by one to two points, win games by one to two points. So if you're giving me six, give it all to me, I think. I think I'm all all the way over, about 95% of the way over. I just keep flashing back to that son of a gun who keeps getting all these fucking Ravens tattoos because they keep covering and doing all yeah. this shit. That's the 5%. Everything else, I'm sold on the Vikings plus six. Last thing from it on my side, I I mentioned, uh, I think we both mentioned if the Ravens had added a defensive 
uh, play, I mean, even that playmaker, just any type of depth to help their defense, I think I would respect them a lot more. But the last time sure. we saw this Ravens team, they were getting their ass kicked by the Cincinnati Bengals in the second half. So mm-hmm. I, I actually think Kirk Cousins is going to have some nice success in this against this defense on Sunday. For sure. I uh, I hope, because it feels like a lot of your plays are coming from uh, some trends. We really know what these teams are. This defense is really starting to show up. I really, really hope that's what's going on because it has been all fucking who knows what the hell is going on so far this season. So I really hope that's a lot of the plays that you are taking. I was going to take, but I just still, I mean, we're eight weeks in here, nine weeks going in now. I still don't know what some of these teams are. So I am glad that you have taken some of them. So I have the opportunity to tell you, my friend, because I did not yeah. have the Coyones to do so. Please, third best bet of the weekend. Third best bet of the weekend. This is, of my four, this is probably the one that I'm leaning the most on, but I do still have some nice confidence in it. I'm taking a money line plus money on the Browns money line up against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm throwing away all these narratives surrounding the Browns right now with Odell Beckham, Baker Mayfield. Because I'm still believing in this defense. They have absolutely risen to the occasion the last two weeks despite all of this. I think this defense is a really bad matchup for the Bengals in their front uh, offensive line. Holding off the pressure from Joe Burrow. That's been the biggest issue that the uh, Bengals have faced is these types of front sevens that can put massive pressure on them. And I think that's what we're going to see. Last time we saw the Browns, they were losing to the Steelers, but their defense still really showed up in the game, held the Steelers at 15 points. Obviously, I don't love the Steelers' offense as well. But I think uh, I think this is just a worse matchup for this Bengals offense. So I am backing the Browns. I think their offense can do some damage here. I'm not fading the Bengals because they lost to the Jets, but I am concerned about what's going on with their defense based off that game against the Jets and Mike White, even mm. though we did see a uh, glimmer of maybe Mike White is that dude for a minute last night before he got hurt. But yeah. nonetheless, I'm backing this Browns defense more than anything, and maybe a little bit of a spike game from Baker. Like, fuck you, Odell. I'm going to go out and ball today. I don't know. Less on that side, but more so on the defensive side for me. Yeah, if I was leaning anywhere, I was leaning uh, Browns plus two and a half in this one, and I saw you on the money line, so not not a bad option there either. I do think the Browns get the job done, but again, both of these teams have been so clusterfucky. You look last week, even without, like, he really didn't target Odell last week. It really didn't matter. They had a terrible game against the Steelers. I'm not saying, because a good part of your analysis there too is that Bengals defense kind of coming back to earth. So I think that's going to be really key here. I don't know that the Bengals get it done by three, but I told you I didn't have the Coyones, Coyones to uh, jump all the way over to this one. So I'm glad you did it. I'm going to tell you, partner. Love the Browns money line. Last play from you. Those are three. Number four, we're actually lining up on. Let them have it. All right, last uh, number four for me, and we are lining up, as you mentioned, Chargers minus one and a half at the Philadelphia Eagles. I said Philly a little weird there, but uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia. If the Chargers are as good as I and we think they are, partner, we absolutely have to take this. Not to mention if the Eagles are as mediocre to bad as we think uh, they are, we absolutely have to take this. The biggest thing that concerns me is the Chargers traveling to the East Coast like they had against that Ravens game. But that Ravens game was a noon game, which is uh, a little bit something that these uh, West Coast teams aren't used to. This one is in the afternoon. Gives them a little bit more of a sense of normalcy there. But I think this is an overreaction. A, to the Eagles, I don't. they, they beat down the Lions, but it's the fucking Detroit Lions. Oh, boy. And, you know, the Chargers have been spinning the wheels, no doubt about that. I will not deny that. 
But I trust Brandon Staley. I trust Justin Herbert to absolutely torch this Eagles defense, if I'm being honest with you. I am a little surprised that it's this low. It does concern me that it's this low. But like I said, if they're as good as we think they are, I'm absolutely hammering this in, and I can't hesitate on it. Tag me in. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, 150%. You said everything I possibly could. Um, I love the Chargers minus one and a half. Like you said, we talked about them all season or preseason. If they are as good as we think they are, this is the opportunity of all opportunities to buy low on them. Minus one and a half, ticked up to minus two at some books, now down to minus one and a half pretty consistently across the market. This is the side that you got to take. This is an overreaction. O-V-E-R-R-E-A-C-T-I-O-N, my friends. Do not buy into this nonsense. Just because the Chargers had a two-game skid against Baltimore and New England does not mean that all of a sudden the Philadelphia Eagles, who get one convincing game against a terrible kneecap-biting team, does not mean that they're going to come out here and make this a game at all. Don't buy into the East Coast trends. My partner mentioned it. It's a 3.05, 3.25 Central Time start, so 4.25, whatever the heck it is on Eastern. So they're not going to be that thrown off. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And it does concern me, gives me means for pause, looking at a plus one with the Eagles. Why the fuck are the Eagles only plus one? But I also at the same time believe that uh, this is the exact spot where if you would go to back the Eagles and say, okay, yeah, this is the time, this is the time that they would kick you square in the teeth and not even apologize for it one bit. Right. So, all that being said, uh, still got some solid trends. Uh, one final thing, too, is I kind of look at a human element as well. Um, you got a couple of Bama guys on the team, uh, and I'm going to stay as high level as I possibly can with this, but Devontae right. Smith and uh, Jalen Hurts, most especially Devontae Smith. We all know what happened with uh, Oakland, uh, with Ruggs. We all know that. That was Smith's guy. So uh, I can only imagine how heavy their hearts are regardless. Hey, T's and P's, the young lady, her family, everything like that. But that weighs on some guys. And I think yeah. there, there might be a little bit of uh, emotion in this game. There might be a little bit of connection points not happening for the quarterback and their number one ride receiver. Just a little bit something to think about there from a human element. And then as far as trends, uh, the Chargers 8-3 and three ATS last 11 overall, 4-1 and one ATS last 5 road games. Chargers are also 5-2 and two ATS last 7 as a favorite. Philadelphia 2-5 and five ATS last 7 following a straight up win, 3-7 and seven ATS last 10 games in November. This is always when the birds start doing goofy shit. Don't buy into them being a plus one dog. The Chargers are going to snap the skid, and they're going to do it convincingly. Buy low, buy low, buy low. Chargers minus one and a half for both me and my partners. Best bet of the weekend. I love it, my man. I just, there we go. There's no point in my head that I can see them losing to this Eagles. No, no, not at this. This is the time that you would go to the Eagles and you would get kicked square in the nuts, dude. Like, and I'm not, I'm not about that life. I'm going back to the Chargers. So there you go. There you have it. R Mag's best bets of the NFL weekend week nine this Sunday. Holy shit. It's already week nine. Can you believe it? No, now, no, I can't. I halfway. Holy cow, dude. Switching gears into, Oh, that's not the right Hell. way to do that. <laughs> I apologize. Let me make sure I do this the right way. Now here, Ooh, there we go. Okay. Now it's into uh, my week nine best bets uh, NFL here coming up. So I already told you about the chargers. I only got two more to lay out to you guys. Um, one team that I am extremely confident in, they are a four-star play for me. I have gotten burned a couple times. I stayed away for a little while. I think they're back in action, at least in a covering form. 
first best bet of the day for me uh, for the weekend. I'm taking the Panthers plus three and a half against the New England Patriots. Everybody and their dogs are already just running to the window to try and get that minus three and a half and this, that, and the thing. And I really don't think it matters. I think this is going to finish by a field goal either way. And I think this is going to be a defensive battle. Sure, you can argue me the point that Bill Belichick might know Sam Darnold better than any other head coach because he absolutely obliterated him in the AFC East for a few years. But cool, great, wonderful. I think that the Panthers' defense is starting to come back, and I think this might be a Stephon Gilmore revenge game. I think he is going to pick on Mac Jones, and I think he might have two picks in this game. Maybe a little bit of a side sprinkle there on uh, your favorite sports book, but we'll talk about that later. I definitely think that this is a spot that the Pats are being overvalued in. They beat the Chargers 27-24, beat Houston 25-22, and then beat the Jets 25-26, so... Two really, really mediocre, less than mediocre teams, terrible teams in the league, and they only won one of those games by more than three points. Yeah, this doesn't seem fishy at all. I don't. I think that they're going to cover that with ease. Not. I'm taking all of the Panthers plus three and a half. Um, also, the total too is really what uh, drew me here. I think that points are going to be at a premium in this one. It's at 41, and in those situations, especially three plus the hook, you got to take the dog, in my mind. I'm not trying to rush to the window at minus three and a half when I really see points being at a premium, and we see something here like a 23-21 type game that I'm kind of predicting tonight. Um, Carolina Moneyline, also too, getting the sharp action, um, so if you don't like the three points, you want to go right for the money line. Apparently, the sharp guys are 32% of bets on Carolina Moneyline. It is in the dog spot, but six 61% of actual money wagered on the money line. So I'm not that confident. I'll take the uh, three and a half and uh, with some key trends to go along with it. The Patriots, three and eight ATS last 11 as a favorite overall and one and four ATS last five as a road favorite. Patriots are also one and four ATS last five following a straight up win. Carolina is 5-0-1 ATS, their last six week nine games, 4-1 ATS last five November games and 10 and four ATS last 14 games as a dog. Ultimately, Carolina's defense is going to keep them in this game, and uh, I think that overall the tide is turning for the Carolina Panthers. So, my apologies, Mr. Carl Haskell. Shout out the Cash Consideration Show. I will be hammering in the Carolina Panthers plus three and a half against the New England Patriots. I'm interested in it, my man. I am uh, staying away so far, but uh, I, I'm glad you brought up the total because that really does tell me. Pardon, accidentally muted my mic there. Uh -huh. uh, much like much like you said, it really tells me that the books think the Panthers are going to make this a scrappy, scrappy game. I think there's going to be there's going to be some desperation there. Mm -hmm. if the Panthers lose this game. That's almost a not a full burial. I don't want to call it a necessarily period. Must win, I'm not. But it's I'm not there. I'm not fucking going back to them if they lose by more sure. than three. There's there's sure. no reason they should. This should be a back and forth game. There's no reason that either yeah. way this game should finish by more than three points. The Panthers shouldn't win by more than three, and the, the Patriots shouldn't win by more than three. So I think this is yep. perfect. I'm playing into it. We'll see what happens. Home pooches haven't been the best so far this year, but they're starting to turn around 25-24-1 now so far overall in the oh. season. So starting to turn around a little bit after being pretty bad, getting the wheels turning. So I think this is a perfect spot. Panthers plus three and a half. Now, a spot where the puppies have not been bad, my friend, is on the road, and especially with long spreads on the road. Now, why do I mention that? Because I got one in the targets. Do -do 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 -do. Boom. Winner acquired. I'm going to the matchup between the Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins, and 
Lord have mercy, please do not let this turn into a public dog like the Detroit Lions did last year, but or last week, but son of a gun. I'm taking the Houston Texans plus five and a half. Another four-star play for me. My friend, I said it to you on yesterday's show. Tyrod covers his back in action. Give me every fucking point you want when he is under center. I do not care. The Dolphins do not deserve to be favored by more than a point and a half over anybody in the league. May I remind you that they are one and seven straight up and two and five ATS and at home, Oh, it's even better. 0-3 straight up, 0-3 ATS. So don't give me no nonsense that they need to be favored by almost a touchdown, two field goals in this situation. Get out of Dodge. It's just because the old fighting Dave's down in Houston. We know what the dumpster fire is there. We know everything's happening. We know the trade deadline. Things didn't happen. The old piece that Deshaun Watson, he didn't get moved. So I think... With all of that nonsense and the rubbling, I think that the Texans go down there and absolutely whoop the dog shit out of the Miami Dolphins because they didn't want to take the trade. They didn't want to do the deal with them. And now they're getting five and a half points, so I'll scoop up every single one of them and maybe even sprinkle them to get the outright win. This side is the sharp side, my friend. Seeing 55% of bets, but a staggering 95% of actual money wagered on this game. Can you say severe monetary liability? They are going to have to move this number very quickly, fastly, in a hurry, or the books are going to get torched. Please don't turn into a public dog. That is all I want. Do not turn into a public dog. I'm putting it out in the world because I didn't do it for the Detroit Lions and the son of a gun stunk to high hell by the time I locked it in on Sunday. Please do not let this happen with the Texans. You know I got the trends. Road Dogs, 43-21-9 ATS in 2021. Miami, 0-4 ATS last four as a favorite. 0-4 ATS last four versus a team with a losing record. Houston is 5-2 ATS their last seven me- or seven games uh, after allowing 30-plus points. Beautiful bounce-back spot for them for their defense to rebound. And Houston, 4-1 ATS last five meetings in Miami. I already just told you about a game where the old Patriots played them 25-22, those Houston Texans. I see something very, 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 very similar happen in this game here today. Give, or Sunday, give me Tyrod Covers, my friends. In his return, he is one of the most unlucky quarterbacks in the damn league, and it's time he gets some respect on that name. Tyrod Covers in the Houston Texans, plus five and a half. I'm interested, partner. I, uh, I don't know if I have the stones. I, I got the fucking stones. stones. You got the stones. I don't know if I do. I hate this Miami offense. That is really where I would. Uh, and Tyrod. I love Tyrod. And uh, you're right. He gets those covers done. He mm-hmm. is a much more stable quarterback than old Davey Mills. So, yeah, I think I'm interested, man. But oof, I, I don't I don't think I have the Coyones, if I'm being honest. Sure enough. Um, One thing I also uh, really targeted into in like five years, too, has been longer than Deshaun, uh, Deshaun's tenure there in Houston. Four and one ATS last five meetings overall. So. I like it a lot, or I yeah. guess not five meetings, but still 4-1, last five overall. Um, I, I absolutely love the Houston to come into Miami and take care of business. I'm not worried about any East Coast, West Coast, none of that. I mean, they are down the South. But hopefully, like I said, I hope this doesn't turn into a freaking public dog by uh, Sunday morning. I'm kind of a little concerned it will, but uh, we'll see what happens. You can quit screaming 
squinting your nose over there, you fucking pug. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the stones. I don't. I got I, the I, stones. I do think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be close. I think you have the right side. Yeah, I think it's tiebreaker covers. Uh, Miami's not Miami's not running away with this game, and I, I, I would take this down to three and a half, honestly. I think it's a three-point game. So there you go. There you have it. All of my best bets of the weekend. I already told you also about the Los Angeles Chargers minus one and a half. Now, all that being said, my friends, for the second time now here today, oh my goodness, my fault. I didn't hit the wonderful thing you need to on this one. All of you guys who use StreamYard, you know what I'm fucking up right now. Just quit laughing at me. Um, so there you go. There you have it. Now it's time for the TTL Cruise Week 9 NFL Best Bets recap. Let me, for the final time here today, get them ready to toss up on your screen, my friends, in a three. In a two, in a one. The TTL Cruise. Week 9 NFL Best Bets of the Weekend now live on your screen. One more time here today, my friends. Right above us are Mags Picks. He's taking the Dallas Cowboys. Minus 10 on the spread. Holy cow. Don't call him a square. Taking the Minnesota Vikings. Plus 6. The Cleveland Browns. Money line. Skipping the 2.5. And, and taking the Los Angeles Chargers. Minus 1.5. You see it on the opposite side of the screen as well. Chargers minus 1.5 coming from me. TTL Crew's best bet of the weekend. You got to buy low on the Chargers if we really think they are as good as we've been saying. I'm also taking the Panthers. Plus 3.5 in a rebound spot. And also... Tyrod covers and the Houston Texans plus five and a half. Way too many points. Give me all of them. And for you, lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get this weekend's week nine NFL bets from the TTL crew in it. Whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Yeehaw. I love it. Okay. I love it. So there we have it. There you go, my friends. Our Friday best bets are Saturday. No, Sunday best bets. I was going to say Saturday. I got Saturday on the mind because we're about to uh, announce some pretty dope shit. Uh, Sunday best bets. That's everything in between. Now, um, we have been rocking and rolling here. So let me take that down real quick like partner. We'll do a quick, uh, quick money line dice roll. You want to, uh, you want to, we, we're about an hour in now. You want to, you want to roll dice? You want to uh, talk some shit and uh, get on after it? Maybe if we get a little extra second, we roll some dice. <sighs> what are you feeling? I mean, we can keep rolling. It's an hour. Yeah, yeah, quickly. Why not? Yeah, it just, just quickly, we'll do a quick dice roll. I won't, okay. I won't do the all fanfare and all the bullshit. We'll just do a quick dice roll so we got an extra one just in case. Because nice uh, we did. Yeah, we did We did mention it at the top. So just quickly, uh, Portland Trailblazers against the Indiana Pacers. Um, the total, everything set right now. Do you have that up in front of you, partner? Uh, we'll be in 2.5 seconds. Already got it. The Portland Trailblazers coming in as minus 4.5 favorites, and the total is at 223.5. So first roll, home team or away team. Are we taking the Trailblazers or the Pacers? Shoot. Away. Pacers. Away Pacers. All right. Second roll. Are we going money line? Are we going ATS? And shoot. ATS. Four and a half. All right. Away ATS. And for the wild card roll, are we doubling down? Rolling again. Are we going to the total? In three, two, one. Shoot. Under. Two, twenty-three and a half. Okay. 
The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window from the all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful Moneyline dice, lock in right here, right now. The Indiana Pacers, plus four and a half, and under 223 and a half, 223 and a half, in the matchup tonight between the Pacers and the Blazers. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Whew. How about that for a quick roll? They said, we're in, it. we're out. Rock that, and roll. Uh, what I was going to say, was that total one of the ones you were interested in that we were talking about before the show? So I was like, man, I like, I'm kind of looking at the over, but I think this ends up going under because of, it's like my favorite under spot, 223 and right. a half. So okay. the Dice said, hey, hey. We, I got your back. I got your back. You go. So, hey, 223 and a half. And, ball too. Yes, they are. Pacers plus four and a half. And yeah, Blazers, eh, sometimes Dame and uh, McCollum don't aren't on the same page and hey it's not the greatest performance so hey I'm not opposed to it there you go there you have it Moneyline Dice Roll that one was quick uh, if you want your own set hit this episode's description MoneylineDice.com offer code in there uh, whenever you put everything in your cart TTL10 get you 10% off your first order at MoneylineDice.com we have the uh, website link in this episode's description along with the offer code so go check that out uh, then he said that is it for the Moneyline Dice roll of the day. And it is time now to kick it on back just a little bit. Take a few deep breaths. Get ready for some big announcements, some banter, and who knows what rabbit holes we might encounter. But for now, my friends, we kick off the second half of the show, probably about the next half hour or so, with our mag sidebar and partner anything burning on the brain melting on the heart festering on the soul you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 157 of the ttl pod on this bea beautiful november 5th 2021 all right partner i'm interested in your thoughts about this so i'm going to bring you in on this one we talked about it right before the Ooh. show interesting announcement out of the uh Showtime, Triller, Boxing, um, you know, influencers, non-boxers getting these big or big fights with massive quotations uh, around them. But in this one, we've got a little bit of our heart in a different place as far as this one is concerned. Mr. Darren Williams, former Illinois Fight in Illini basketball great legend. And Utah Jazz, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I don't know if I want to say legend, but all star, uh, all star for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 one of my favorite players of all time. Fuck Getting yeah, his own undercard on the. Uh, I believe it's Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, right? Yeah, Jake, yeah, yeah, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. This, uh, yeah, but December the eighteenth. But potentially fighting the NFL legend that is Frank Gore third all-time rusher in NFL history. What you the fuck say. we got going on? What you do not say. On? Partner, I you know where I stand on this. This uh, is a fucking this is a me. fucking this this is a fucking mockery. And yeah. if you guys disagree with me, you might want to turn this some bitch off, but what I can tell you is that this is becoming ridiculous. Yes. There is no reason in hell they see the money, and that's all it is. They see the money and what gets thrown around in boxing. And what I will tell you is that this sport, you you just saw me shadow boxing. If you didn't know, I was an amateur fighter when I was younger. What goes into that sport, what you have to do to be able to go in there and adequately protect yourself, if you will, is not what these guys are doing. 
And what's going to happen, this sport's already fucking dangerous enough. Yeah. Is somebody's going to get their fucking head bounced off the canvas like a bad check, something's really going to happen. One of them's going to get caught because it's easy to get caught. You don't, you don't have to, everybody has power. Everybody has power, Max. That's, that's, you don't have, you don't have to lift Frank a million. Gore, are you kidding me? You don't have to lift a million weights. Everyone has power. And it takes this little area right here one time. And you go sleep, sleep, and someone lands right on their forehead. And one of these TikTokers, one of these fucking YouTubers, hey, shout out, YouTubers, <laughs> hits the canvas. And then who knows yeah. what comes out of that? It's been cool. It's been groovy so far. But God forbid, what, what if something would have happened to Nate Robinson? Because that was a terrible ref in that matchup. The ref was so far away from the action, it was absolutely insane. He fell straight on his freaking dome piece. So I think it's a joke. I think it's it a is. mockery. I can't believe – we talked about it too. Like that group of Darren Williams, D. Brown, Luther Head, that was my favorite era of Illini basketball. I got pictures on favorite pictures with those guys. Of all time. Period, period. The run in 05. I mean, it's, it's not, not it's not even fucking close even at all. I should I should have worn my damn Illinois hat on the on the yeah. show. Maybe I wear my Illinois hat tomorrow. Who 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 does Illinois uh, have uh football tomorrow? Uh Minnesota. Minnesota, maybe maybe the old Illinois hat makes an appearance. Who who the fuck maybe they need maybe they need a little love. We can't bet on a mags, but maybe they need a little love, huh? We'll give them a little fair, love. Maybe. maybe maybe one of their former comrades is about to go into battle on december 18th and they need a little love who knows maybe who knows i mean you and i have both talked about it i think we would be okay with these fights if it was on some goofy rough and rowdy or whatever yeah rough, rough and, and rowdy. rowdy or whatever because that's a borderline mockery and it's funny and it's period and it's entertaining and it's only 20 25 bucks i i i mean i because i love darren williams and i'm a fan of frank gore i i'm interested mm -hmm. to watch this fight just because i like these two dudes but if it hadn't been for that, I, I was basically out on these types of fights altogether. And now it's basically, if you can find me someone that I already love, maybe I'll tune in. But aside from that, count me out of these bullshit fucking fights, Yeah, I'm, man. I'm done. And I mean, if you know you know me. I've been beating the whole fuck the Logan Paul, Jake Paul drum since they've been doing it. Now, hey, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not a Logan Paul and Jake Paul hater. Let's get that straight. What no. they do as businessmen, what they have done as young men who got into a social media game that very few people knew anything about and what they have created and turned and yeah. when they when they put up a pinky mountains move it's it's right. what these guys do so hey right. all props to that shit but what they're doing here is getting a little bit ridiculous they need like this Tyson Fury this that's the fight that needs to be made Tyson Fury Jake Paul period or is it Logan Paul which one is it Jake Paul right Jake Paul's fighting Tommy Fury. Yeah, Tommy Fury, not Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah. I, I said Tyson. Tommy, Tommy Fury, yeah. and and also Tyson came out and said, if uh, if Tommy, Tommy loses <laughs> this fight, I, I'm going to retire him myself. So you know, I and and, and, and I that, think, that's the thing. Like you're you're right. I have all the respect as far as what they were able to do. I still want to see one or both of them get their ass knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> it's just not happening, and I'm not holding my breath for it anymore. No, unfortunately, they have some excellent coaches. Their defensive yeah, game. Actually isn't bad. They're de no, they're they're deep. They're defensive fighters. They're excellent defensive fighters, and they know how to pick their shots. It's it's very impressive what they've done. They take it seriously. They have taken this whole thing seriously. But the whole argument always is 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 the level in competition. Like Floyd fighting Connor, just yeah. stuff like that. Like it's just they will never go into the octagon. No question well, right. in my mind, they will never do shit like that ever, 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 ever. And that's that's kind of where it stops and starts with me. Like, lock yourself in a cage 
for five minutes you don't even got to do 15 minutes and then we'll start discussing things because that's a whole whole other beast yeah and like from my perspective i didn't grow up on fighting or watching fighting and being enjoying fighting like you did Mm. i have become a massive ufc fan Mm -hmm. and i was i kind of wanted boxing to be alongside of it but ever since i've watched boxing fight there hasn't been a single fight that has captivated me whether it's uh you know floyd connor uh floyd pacquiao or these fugazi ass fights I have lost all interest in watching boxing. I mean, you mentioned yeah. the other day we've got a big fight, Canelo and Plant, this weekend. I don't give a shit if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. No, just hey, I, no I can't blame I don't you. Care. I can't blame you. So it's and it's like and that's the problem too because I'm still a huge boxing fan. Like yeah. I, I still absolutely love boxing. Right. I, I love the point battles to it. I, I love all the stuff behind it. But if you haven't been following boxing for a long fucking time. It's boring as all shit. Right. And, and I miss matches- it. I wish it was like that because you heard yeah. back in the day, obviously there's massive legends, but like insane. boxing was as big as any other sport in the yeah. 60s. And, and it was insane. And guys wanted to go out there and take their heads off and do everything. Now it's it's evolved into the Floyd Mayweather style of fighting, the in, out, dip, dive, yeah. duck, and dodge. And then that's just what it's going to be. And, and unfortunately that makes for some – as for a fan perspective, like some less than desirable fights to watch, yeah. but like from a like a deep down, dirt, dirty, sure. dark back alley corner, you're like, oh my gosh, these are the greatest things ever. Because like Canelo and Plant should be absolutely ridiculous. I know I got f- guys I could count on my fingers and toes that are losing their minds for Canelo being in the ring sure. this weekend. So, sure. I mean, it's going to be a damn good fight. I was actually going to take that there too, so I'm glad you said that because like yeah. – I don't know what Caleb Plant, what leg he has to stand on. I mean, hey, rock and roll. Uh, shout out Knoxville, Tennessee. Hopefully he's able to uh, do some things against Canelo. But uh, Canelo, he just moves too good. He's got too much movement. He's got too much power. I, I think it's going to be night-night. Go ahead and put your money on Canelo. Maybe – so let me ask you this. Maybe you agree or disagree. I think either sports gambling is going to return boxing to some sort of actually – widely popularized sport or it's going to continue feeling the uh fugazi ass fights and that's going to take it over you, you i think yeah i agree with you dude actually i didn't st- i hadn't thought of it in that perspective yeah i think those fugazi ones are what's going to take it over because they really haven't opened up marcus for that if i'm not wrong they haven't they haven't as really far like as the goofy fights oh yeah they fucking have yeah yeah, yeah i'm bit. sorry yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry oh, just yeah. nothing like it could be but it's always like, oh, Jake Paul, minus 500. I don't care. No, fuck minus 500, not minus 9,000. Suck no. all of that. I'm not I'm not doing none of that nonsense. It's like ridiculous. Tommy Fury, and, I think, in his last fight was like minus 1,100 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so like, so that's that's kind of like, that's the good part now. So like these guys are a little bit more even mad. So maybe it's something to think about. Oh, we're talking about all of this boxing. We got a fucking UFC card and a half <laughs> this weekend. Forget fucking Hello. boxing, dude. Hello. Two, 268. You say Colt. We just had 267 last weekend. How is it possible? There's two pay-per-views back-to-back. Oh, well. This one's even better. This one's even fucking better. This one's even better. Shout out to our guy, Matt Peralt, at Sports Talk Matt uh, 1. I think it is Sports Talk Matt 1. He was our most recent guest on Wednesday's episode of Wise Words. Either way, um, he tweeted last night, if you guys hadn't noticed... 268 is about to be the best effing card since 2019. It is going to be absolutely electric. I will uh, quickly toss it up just to tell you guys um, some things that I got my eyes set on and uh, some fights that you are not going to want to freaking miss, my friend. So, first things first. I've been I've been fucking saying I don't want this Usman Covington fight. I don't need it. Forget that. Move the 170 division in a different direction. These sons of bitches are start, starting to win me over. Oh, They're yeah. starting to get me excited for this doggone fight. 
And I don't know, I'll come back to it, I think Colby's in Usman's head. I think he's in his head, but I yield back. I'll, I'll say something in a minute. Now, okay. nothing crazy first couple of fights. Uh, well, actually, second fight of the night, you'll have uh, Melsic Bagdasarian going against Bruno Souza. Um, hashtag don't bet against Brazilians, especially when they're a fucking plus 270 underdog. Uh, thinking about that one, Dustin Jacoby going against John Allen. Dustin Jacoby's been lighting it up. Minus 380 favorite against John Allen, who is a Brazilian. So that that fight's going to be a scrap, but we'll see what happens. Uh, shout out. Um, oh, I thought <laughs> I thought Fat McPhee just had a big, big announcement. It was just like, this is the end of the risk-free same game Thursday parlay. <laughs> they got fucking crushed last night. Um, Jean Viante going against Chris Barnett. Solid as shit. And then this one. I was talking to you about this one a few days, and you're like, I guess I haven't really heard of them. Edmund Shabazian and Nasruddin Imovov. Holy oh, shit. I, I, yeah, Imovov, yeah, yeah. It, the uh, Shabazian was the one. Because yeah. we haven't seen much of Edmund. Um, the last fight that he had, if I'm not mistaken, it's been a while. Uh, we saw him in 2021, but it was in May. He got his ass whooped in a unanimous decision against Hermanson. That was um, that was on the Font and Garbrandt card. So we haven't seen him for a little while. But I think this is going to be a scrap and a half. Because honestly, outside of these two guys... There's not much else rocking and rolling in the 205 division. I mean, you got Jiri Pochatska, who's probably going to be next in line for a shot at the belt against Glover. Fuck, Tio Glover's probably going to take at least a year to go on a victory tour of that because yeah. I just, I he don't see <laughs> another fuck, it. yeah, another fucking rabbit hole. Like, I just don't see him, like, yeah. that. That's all he. that's all he wanted. He wanted right. to come in, beat the champ, get it. There was right. never an intention of, holy fuck, now I get to defend this for another six five, six fights. Like, I'm not doing yeah. it. Or bare minimum, sign a new contract, three more fights. Right. Like, there was no intention for that. So, I don't want to... Have, have some motherfuckers been saying it like crazy, but I think Jiri runs through him. Yuri's also one of my favorite fighters in the UFC right now. He is absolutely bananas. That's not... Uh, no, the Hanyak is Justin Jacoby. I don't know what his nickname is. I got to look that up and see see what it... Look up uh, while I'm while I'm jotting this down. Uh, Jiri Pochatska's nickname. See if you can find that because I it's you I know expect, it's crazy. I know I've I watched this fight. You expect me to be able to play? <laughs> oh fuck! I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, I totally J, forgot. Is it J U R I? Uh, J I R I. J I R I. Yeah. Um. Next one up, you got Phil okay, Hawes and Chris Curtis. What's his nickname? Oh, sorry. Hang on. Oh, sorry. Um. Say Aquinta up against Bobby Green. That's gonna be a fight and a half. And then right. As the um, as the uh, the prelims get over, this is the feature prelim. Uh, we got Deniza, Jerry Deniza, Deniza, D A E D E N I S A. I don't know. That doesn't sound yeah, right. That doesn't sound right either. <sighs> Did you what just dance says though? Okay. Well, who knows? I have no idea. Uh, so keeping it moving, keeping it grooving. Yeah, um, gold mission there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the matchup that I'm really looking forward to um, headlining it is the feature prelim. Um, Alex Pereira against Andreas Mikolaitis. Little do you know, Alex Pereira is the only man to flatline the current 185 champ. Mm. Mr. Israel Adesanya. I see. I saw your tweet about that. So. No chance he loses that one? No chance he fucking loses that one. I don't think so. I think he's going to come in and wreck. Minus 260. I, uh, Denisa. What the hell does Denisa mean? He's using the nickname. The Czech girl is giving Denisa equivalent to English Denise. 
the diminutive of it originated during a training camp where Pochatsky had mistakenly responded to his trainer's call for another fighting, the girl of that name. Oh, so they call him Denisa because he responded, that's classic fighter shit, how I got my nickname. Uh, basically, he responded to a, uh, like his coach called somebody, but it was a chick. So now they just call him that chick. So it's basically like a raz for him the whole time. So it's like giving him shit. It's absolutely electric. I love it. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, Alex Peredia takes care of that. No no problem at all. I think that's going to be a great fight though. Because Michaelitis is no no pushover whatsoever. 17 oh. pro fights, 13 and 4. That'll be solid. Um, but I'll take a look at some prop markets there. Then you got Gaethje Chandler. Goodness I didn't even great. realize I was opening the card for main card, man. Yeah, that's opening the main card, so that's going to be fucking bananas. Um, Gaethje minus 210 favorite up against Chandler. Um, you think that's I, fair? Yeah, I think it's fair, but also I don't know that I can run to the window or run on anything on Gaethje. I think I might just have to stay back and watch this as a fight fan because, dude. Yeah, it's going to be Gaethje, electric. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be absolutely electric. That'll be insane. And then um, Shane Burgos, Billy Q, Billy Quarantillo, Frankie Edgar, Molinvera. Rose Namajunas, Zhang Wei Li, Kamaru Usman, Kobe Covington. I mean, strap me the fuck in and let's fucking go. What's the fight you're most excited for? Gaethje Chandler. Gaethje fucking Chandler, no I question. I think that's – I'm also no almost as excited for Rose and – Oh, uh, Rose Zhang? Hell yeah, too. dude. This is the whole main card. The main card is so good. It's so good. That fight is going to be unreal. Uh, Shang is going to be hell-bent on getting the belt back, bro. Hell-bent like, oh, my gosh. I can't wait. And uh, shout-out Billy Q. Um, he's been one of my favorite fighters. He was actually at uh, Barstool this past week. He's fighting Shane Burgos. Shane Burgos is the one that um, uh, flatlined what's his, what's his name. Um, oh, uh, no, that wasn't oh, – maybe it was. Yeah, it was against Edson Barboza. Um, we hit, I think he hit him with a two piece in the soda and put him right down on his push. So yeah, I I can't wait, dude. I am stoked. I cannot wait for 268. Let me, uh, rationalize, see if this makes sense as far as the Gagey Chandler fight. Gagey on FanDuel, the win by KO is, KOTKO is plus 100. Chandler by KOTKO is plus 460. You put the same amount of money down on both. If Gagey knocks him out, you get your money back from the other one. And you take the risk at Chandler knocking him out and getting that uh, plus 460. Is that, that a I decent think so. bet? I think so, I mean, because these guys are not going into this as a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fight. This this is right. this is starting at the center of the mat and ending at the center of the mat. Yeah. This I is mean, not... it's minus, minus 210, right? And oh, yeah. to end, fight to end by KO is minus 190. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I think it's going to be bananas. Uh, something just big popped into my head, and I'm not going to give it all the way away here, my friends. But we have secured a quick little update. This is not the full announcement. We'll get into that next announcement here in just a minute because we're about an hour and a half. So I want to wrap it up here a little bit But because we've been going on and on. Um, But uh, wise words. We are planning on having the last episode of season one, episode number 10, next Wednesday. It will drop. As always, not going to tell you who it's featuring, but it is another electric guest. He is a member of the Sports Grid media family has some daily shows on Sports Grid Radio and on SportsGrid.com. You can see all of that. And maybe when you tell his plays, you're on the right side. Hmm. Who who knows? I don't know. That's but a that, fantastic tip. Also, like, if you don't know him, you have absolutely you no have idea. You have no idea. So there you go. That will be guest number 10. That will wrap up season one. We will start season two. Not the week after. Not... Uh, November the 17th, we're going to take off the week 
of the 15th. So there will be no episode of Wise Words on November the 17th. We will start Season 2, Episode 1, on November the 24th. That is the day before Turkey Day. Also, shout out, those things are like $87 a pound right now. Yeah. Glad my family eats chicken. Um, Wednesday the 24th, Season 2, Episode 1, Wise Words. Our guest is part of the UFC family and has been part of the UFC family for the better part of two and a half decades. May not be who you think I'm thinking of. It may not be. May be who you are thinking of. But it's going to be one of the guys you're probably thinking of, and that guy is going to lead to the other guy you're thinking of. Mm. So I know that probably stuck you in all types of uh, rabbit holes and twists and turns and bends, <laughs> but what I can tell you is that our first guest for season two, huge. Fucking legend. Huge. Fucking legend in the industry. I don't know if it gets bigger than this for what we've been doing so far. Like, we love all of our previous guests. We've had great yeah. fucking conversations. We have great connections. They're already part of our network and everything, but... This is a guy I've been looking up to for a long, 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 long time, and this shit blew my mind when he responded to me via the old DMs. I said, excuse me, what? <laughs> excuse me, what now? Pardon so me. make sure you get ready for that. Uh, not to mention, next week's going to be Electric 2, but Season yeah. 2, Episode 1. If you thought that Joe D'Amico, Season 1, Episode 1, kicking it off, which it was, absolutely fucking electric, which we do plan on having... Joe D'Amico and his oh, lovely yeah. wife Dion on very very soon in uh, season two but it just so happened that this other young man was available and we said okay we got to we got to move around we got to get him on that date so stay locked in cannot wait to bring you the second season of uh, wise words but hey go check out season one episode nine that's going on right now and then season one episode 10 is going to drop on uh, this upcoming Wednesday the 10th so that's the update in regards to wise words and we just, hey, this has been flowing perfect here, partner. We went from boxing to UFC to there's our wise words update. Now here's our next content update, all right? Tomorrow, the TTL crew has decided to bring you a brand new show. We are lifting our cups up because we are calling it Cup of Joe on Campus. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, available right here, whatever platform you're watching this live on right now, whether YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, wherever you're at, it will be live. Cup of Joe on campus, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And me and this fella over here are going to talk all things college football. We're going to go right through the slate. We're going to tell you what plays we've locked in, what plays we might be locking in right live on the show. It's going to be more of this kind of a feel, not more of a uh, sitting down telling you our straight-up picks. We're just going to go back and forth, have a great time, wake up in the morning, sip some Joe with you. We may or may not have a surprise guest or two popping in from time to time, talking some shit, talking some nonsense, maybe halfway through the show. But from here on out, 8.30 to 9.30 every single Saturday, you will find me and this guy live in prime time. We will then next weekend get into college basketball my friends so we will talk all college football 
all college basketball for an entire hour. Cup of Joe on campus, sipping our cup of Joe, talking about the collegiate games, having some fun, having a blast with you guys. Just another way to connect and uh, another way we wanted to branch out a little bit because these, even though we are about to go an hour and a half here, we wanted to uh, cut it down and just have something totally college. And when uh, college basketball rolls around, it's going to be insane. Counted it out with my partner yesterday, two Saturdays from now. Two Saturdays from now, there are 140 college football and college basketball combined games on the Saturday slate. Yes, I said that correctly. I did not stutter. I did not mumble. I did not do anything. 140, my friend. So... It's going to be bananas. We are going to go through the entire thing. Uh, I'll just, it'll straight up be like, oh, okay, uh, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Max, what are you feeling, man? Hey, hey, what are you? So we'll just, and then, hey, maybe we ain't got nothing. Maybe we do got something. Let's go back and forth. We'll have the live chat open. You guys can jump in the live chat. Boys, I'm fucking on the book right now. I, I, I'm thinking about hammering in Boston College plus three. Where, where are you at? I need some help. Jump in the live chat. We'll jump in the chat. We'll talk with you. We'll just have an hour on Saturday morning where we can hang out. We can talk some shit. We can get some plays, we can cash some tickets, and we can just have some fun. Sip what y'all think Joe. about that? Sip a little Joe. The most important part, sip a little Joe. Cup of Joe on campus. What y'all think about that, huh? Let's do it. Sip Saturday up. morning. I can't wait. Can't wait to bring it to you guys. Uh, so first official live show tomorrow morning, and then from every Saturday then on, maybe we find a coffee sponsor. Maybe somebody else helps us keep the lights on. Who knows? Coming right around the bend starting tomorrow we will have Cup of Joe on campus at 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. So there's a big wait. announcement. That's, uh, that's where you guys will see all of the college stuff now. So uh, strap in. It's about to get bumpy. I can't wait, dude. That is, I can't wait for next week. I can't wait for tomorrow. Oh, There's so many good games on tomorrow. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So we will go through every single one of them, my friend. Don't you worry about it. All right. So there you go. Armag sidebar. Talked about the uh, upcoming uh, couple of weekends here. UFC, got you those announcements, got you the Cup of Joe on campus, and also Wise Words Season 2. Um, outside of that, my pick blog will be dropping tomorrow. We'll have all of that action. Um, RMAG's Extra Cheddar, you're probably going to have something on Sunday, dude. Jordan Love Season, baby, Sunday morning. Give me that fucking face. <laughs> I can't even believe I asked your ass. Other uh, other blogs out here. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I hate the Packers so much. Seven and a half, uh, baby. Uh, um, other content coming out. We'll have uh, we'll have some other stuff as far as college basketball once that rolls around. Some different things. Uh, Mags had his uh, NBA futures blog drop a couple weeks back. So stuff like that. Um, things you'll different things you'll see like that outside. Curry MVP train is rocking and rolling rolling hard steaming down the tracks my friend steaming down the tracks. so there you go there you have it there's all the updates if you missed a show if you're telling somebody about ttl and they ain't got time to hop into this show get all the announcements updates follow us along or maybe hey you just want somebody to hop right into ttl or maybe you just stumbled right upon us at the bare minimum just follow us here whatever page you're watching us on make sure you follow us if you're on the youtubes at Twitter on Twitter at Talking the Line and on Facebook at Talking the Line Sports Media. Super easy. You can find us there. You always see our live show. You'll see our content. You'll see what we got coming up. You'll see what we don't got coming up. You'll see the updates, everything in between. Uh, make sure you stay locked in there because if you ever miss an episode of the pod, we always drop it there. Last but certainly not least, 
you're looking for all of our best bets, you're looking for additional content, you're looking for featured content, you're looking for countdown timers, when the hell's the next season coming around the bend? We got it all. Head on over to TalkingTheLine.com, check out all of the TTL Cruise additional content, that super spiffy website that our IT department was just so kind to uh, put together. Thank you, IT department. Thanks, dudes. Outside of that, it's about all I got outside of my motivation minutes. But as for you, partner, anything else you need to lay down, deliberate, motivate, anticipate, conversate, anything in between? Uh, no conversating. Just a couple breaking news. Kyler Murray might be a game time decision Shoo. on Sunday against the Niners. I'm glad. Sounds I like him in. Sa- sounds like Saquon is going to be out. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that Cardinals Niners game, but that's going to be obviously game time decision with Kyler or not. If I'm being honest, I, yeah. I don't know about you, but for me, that might be Kyler's in. I might be taking the Cardinals. Kyler's out. I might be taking the Niners, or I might just stay away. I don't know about you. Yeah, it was one that I really liked, and I thought like regardless, Kyler's going to play. Like they're not, they're not gonna it play a, anybody yeah, else. Like I, I, yeah. I think regardless, he's going to play. But what really did it for me, man? And I even look back, like when D Hop got hurt last week, it was just like a, it was a totally different team. I mean, I know he's not getting in the end zone as much and whatever, but he is that fifty to seventy yard gainer when they need it, quick, fast, and in a hurry. And if he's not on the field, it ain't no good, no good whatsoever. So right. I, I lean Cardinals for sure because I just don't, and especially if it ticks up to the 49ers being more of a favorite, I don't. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them with Shanahan and how he is a, as a favorite. But, yeah, those injuries are going to loom large for the Cardinals here, and uh, especially as they start to get into some of these division games, my friend. Most definitely. All right. Well, there we go. There we have it. Uh, also saw that uh, C.D. Lamb looks like he's going to be absolutely beautiful, good to go, no questions, no no harms, no foul. Old Big Mike said, yeah, not even worried, pal. Sounds We're- like Kadarius Tony, similar story. Okay, the well, there you go. There you have it. Oh, also, Saquon, speaking of uh, Giants, Saquon at, officially Yeah, I, I think I, I might have said it. Oh, maybe you did, yeah. Because it, yeah. was, it was like COVID, and then it was a false test, and then he came back, and it still ended up being the ankle injury. So yeah. still, uh, still all types of goofed up there. So there you go. You're up to date. You know our plays. You know our picks. You know the rabbit holes. You know the new announcements. You know everything in between. That's pretty much the entire show. But you know if you're a TTL faithful member of that club, you know, we got one more pit stop to make. And it's, in my opinion, but what does my opinion matter for much? The most important part of this show, because we all need a little bit of this nonsense. We all need a little bit of this in our lives because it is so easy to just get going and going and going and forget. And it's something that nobody in our industry that I've seen do as part of their show. So I will continue to do so until death do us part. So without further ado, it's time for my Motivation Minutes. I tell you what, my friends, the Daily Coach, I don't know if they, they, they just keep tabs on me. Maybe they pop in here to the old Motivation Minutes. But they write, it, write exactly what I need to hear for any given moment or where I'm kind of at. And it helps me just segue right on into my Motivation Minutes. So if you follow me on Twitter, I tweeted last night, my friends, go chase your dreams and passions and do not give up. And I put, do not give up in all caps. And that was in regards to some DMs I got last night, some conversations we've been having, some different things. And I've referred to it a lot of times, but that gif of there's the guy, there's the two tunnels and the guy on the bottom walking back with his axe on his shoulder. And there's just about an inch until he got to the diamonds. And then you look the guy above him and he's picking the shit out of those. And he's uh, he's oh, he's about a mile away, but he's still picking. He's still picking. So what guy are you going to be? Don't give up when you're right there. And 
I've shared with you guys on the Motivation Minutes before, there's been so many times where me and Mags in this journey could have just easily given up and say, yeah, fuck this. This is way too hard. This is not a nine to five. This is a huge commitment. This is, this is, I mean, trying to build a personal brand, trying to build a full sports media brand, trying to grow connections. It's too much. I'm done. Oh, and then we start losing bets. Ah, it's too much. I'm done. There's been more than enough times that we could have given up and we haven't. And I hope that we can be inspiration to you guys as to keep chasing your dreams and passions and do not ever give up because things will start to clip. Things will start to fall into place. Dots will start to connect that you didn't even realize were about to connect. And I wanted to share a couple of quotes with you in regards to that and kind of chasing after those dreams and passions and um, choosing not to give up. So three quotes for you here today, and they're going to kind of go right in that order. So find something that fills you with meaning, joy, purpose, and possibility, then spend the rest of your life doing it. Check. I hope that you guys have the ability to do that. And if you feel stuck, you feel trapped where you're at, the best advice I can give you right now if you want to make a move, stack some dough the best way you can right now while you are making an exit plan of how the hell you can get out of what you're doing. And the moment you decide to make that jump, Work at it as if you're trying to cure brain cancer. Work at it as if your every waking moment depends on you working on it. And I promise, slowly but surely, that light at the end of the tunnel will get a little bit closer. And if you get up every day and you choose to continue to work hard, you choose to continue to get after it, the answers, the, the goals, the milestones are still in the distance. You're not getting there, but you choose to keep getting up and get after it. And maybe you do just a little bit more than expected of you. Maybe you start getting a lot in return. So the second quote of the day, each day do a little more than is expected of you, and soon more will be expected of you. To whom much is given, much is to be expected. Keep grinding, keep going. It will be given to you, but you are being tested now to make sure you can handle that and everything that is to be expected of you once you reach that goal. That's why you're being tested right now. And as you think about getting up and getting after it and grinding and moving and grooving, and ah, damn, I hit a wall. Damn, hit another wall. Man, I can't figure out how to get around this thing. Man, I don't know what I'm going to do. How can I blast through this wall? How can, I can't climb over this thing. It's too tall. I can't go around it. It blocks my whole path. I'm not strong enough right now to blow through. What am I going to do? Somebody comes along your path. They say, well, shit, man, what are you going to do? What's, what, what, are you going to give in? Are you going to give up? What, what do you do? So the third quarter of the day, when someone asks, what do you do? Respond, whatever the fuck it takes. Wear that on your chest. Wear that as a badge of honor, my friends. Choose to go chase your dreams and passions and don't ever give up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. In the legendary words of Jim Valvano. You can see how much it means to me. I tear up a little bit talking to you guys. It's really important. Go chase your dreams and passions, my friends. Stop living your lives in chains. Unlock the lock. It's in your back pocket. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Beauty. Beauty of a Friday uh, motivation. Let's go!
don't know about you. I'm ready to run through a damn wall after listening to myself there. So let's go, dude. Let's I'm go. You can yourself up. Hey, I, I, hey, I, 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 did, I agree. Look, I'm with you. I'm with look, you. I, I did. I did not pre-plan that. I did. That was just. I had three quotes written written down, and I'm telling you, I just go. I had those three quotes written down. Everything else, that's it. Three quotes. That's it, my friends. So I hope. Uh, Hope you guys got some stuff. I hope you're ready to run through some brick walls. And hey, maybe if you hit those brick walls and somebody asks you, why, why you keep running into the brick wall? What are you doing this for? Because I'm doing whatever it takes to make it happen. I don't give a damn what you think. So there you go. There you have it. All right. 10.39. A little over an hour and a half. Hour and 39. Nothing crazy. Nothing major. We always tell you, take the over on every single show. We try to stick to an hour on the daily nonsense usually goes an hour and 15 try and stick an hour here we go hour and 45 so it's uh, take, no take, 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 no take, take an extra 15 minutes on the over you know buy a couple extra points you'll be nice and comfortable i promise all that being said partner any late breaking news anything i miss anything we need to make sure these kind folks know about before we send them on about their weekends and we don't see them oh my gosh wait a minute we get to see them tomorrow morning tomorrow we yeah, usually, we usually don't we usually don't see him until monday we can see you guys on uh, uh, tomorrow morning not here Love not on the ttl pod but on either talking the line twitter talking the line facebook or on the ttl youtube channel if you're uh used to youtube it will be on the um cup of joe on campus playlist so i'll make a whole playlist drop them in there you can check those out it, when it lives live streaming it'll just populate right into there so might even uh, make a new tab too on the website as i'm thinking about that so you guys are seeing background uh, stuff hey, happening hey, hey. here uh website tab c o j o c beautiful love it okay all right my friends there you go there you have it plenty of new stuff coming to you plenty of additional stuff beyond that we told you we are in the rocket we have hit the boosters the jet fuel has been engaged slingshot if you will for those of you who are fans of ricky bobby but we are not all the way through the atmosphere yet there are still few tether cords you can grab onto and come with us to the fucking moon so please grab a board grab a hold jump aboard whatever you need to say Let's keep cashing tickets. Let's keep growing TTL Sports Media. Let's have fun all the way along the way. Outside of that, let's send these beautiful people on about their day, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags over there. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 150. Seven of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Friday of bets, November 5th, 2021. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate each and every one of you from the bottom of our hearts. If it was not for you guys, we would not be able to take this TTL Sports Media rocket to the moon. So we see you. We appreciate your following. We appreciate your support. We are only going to keep making this bigger and better for you guys and keep growing our network so we can do just that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Friday, unless you have any other plans. We will see you tomorrow morning on the TTL YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook live at 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time for the first episode of Cup of Joe on campus. But for now, get today's best bets of the day locked in. Get ready to meet us at the pay window 
And as always, hey, partner, let's cash. (laughs) Close enough. Close enough. Some tickets.